how in the world does this sicha get connected to the Olympics? Just watch. It does very strongly. It was probably the, the, the one sicha that more than ever the Rebbe really addressed his perspective on the Olympic Games is a follow-up to the Fabrengen. The main part of the sicha, the bulk of the sicha comes from Shabbos Pashas Vayeshev, Tachshin Lamed Gimel, 1972. Um, that was the year of the, that there was the Olympics, the Munich Olympics, which ended up in a terrible tragedy with the soldiers, that, with the, the players that were killed, etc. Now, what's the connection? But what are you talking about? Just watch. Look, look at this fabling. Zeb is talking about, right? Um, let's give the answer for what Rashi says. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, etc. Okay. Now, as he goes on. And here we come to the Parsha Shavua and how it has it connected to these days. And this is, in general, everything was about Mir Yehudi recently. And we even learned the Sikha that we just learned by Yeshiv Gimel also about that. But now there's another thing, not only Mir Yehudi, Mahu Taida, what's Taida? And you can learn what's Taida from our Parsha. And this is just too, it's amazing. Um, and thus is Vaslachrena, recently people want to translate, put into Torah whatever they want. So they came out with a public, a public announcement that because the Alter Rav is holding with the old Torah and he's not misspelled from the modern world, um, so that's a problem. In other words, they're, they're saying we should be misspelled from the world. But not, they're not looking at the fact that in our day, six million Yidah were killed, who were the best. And the whole world is gestanden and geschwigen, stood and was silent. And not notwithstanding the fact of all that, they go out and they, 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 they go in front of the world, dancing in front of them, not looking at the fact that these guys are haters. Now, till now, you could have thought that the reason you have to go dance in front of them is because they're going to give you some uh, ammunition. But now there's no such reason. You're just going dancing and showing that you're best friends with the Germans, etc. And then they're publicizing it. And just look over here. In general, the idea of Olympics is that and it, it comes originally from Yavon. From Greece. It's connected to Hanukkah, as you'll see. I'm just going to try to translate as literal as possible. If after this page you're going to be ever have a time to watch the Olympics, listen to this again. And we see over here that there's an inherent contradiction. Why? Where does the Olympics come from? It started from the Greeks. They had a minute amongst them to go to a certain spot. And over there in that spot, they would run and jump over stones and bones, tansing, slogging, hargening, dancing, beating, killing. And from that came the idea of Olympic. So, and the Shirish is originally from Elam Haza, like it says over there in their books, that in those days, the Greeks reached a very high achievement in, in knowledge, in mathematics and astronomy. 
And like when they reached such a high level, they started thinking, what's with faith? So they decided that because there's a certain mountain and on that mountain, there are sheep and goats and oxen and other animals and a person as well. So it must be that can't be such a high mountain because how else did they get there? This wasn't a mountain in the middle of nowhere, the dark, you know, middle of nowhere. This is next to the city. And everyone was able to go there. So they said that over there, there must be their gods. Their gods must be there. And one god is hitting the other god and killing the second. And then they start doing their own fighting over there every kind of bad behavior that's possible. Anything beyond anything you can imagine. And they said that, the, sorry, so their gods are beating each other up and doing everything wrong. And this is their Avedazara, and this is their god who does whatever he wants over there. And the name of that mountain was Olympia. And therefore they decide that once every some every certain amount of years, they should go there and one person should beat up the other person and jump and dance. The person with his cat and other things should come on that mountain. This was in the days of the Greeks. And then came the Olympics once in four years. They also have to box and do the whole thing dancing. So it comes out that this whole thing is foundational with Avedazot. So the Bechlal is a shayla, what do you have to do? Why does the Jew have anything to do with it? Especially, and listen to this, the doctors say that the, as they're leifin, that the running, I'm not sure which running, is it running in general? Their leifin is nishkezunt van kapun hearts. The running, maybe the racing, does is not good for your head and heart. And so this thing totally has no basis. Especially that this year they decided to do the Olympics in Germany. So you should have skipped. You should have waited another four years of dancing. And especially, what do you want from these players? Instead of them spending their entire life doing something athletic, go do something with the Seichel. And this is where you see the inherent contradiction. That they gave the name Maccabi. These guys that go play on behalf of the Israeli team, they're called Maccabi. Who was the original Maccabi? Yehuda Maccabi. And his idea was Metzer's idea of winning the Greeks. And, and he killed them. So the Maccabi is to go against the Yavan. And now what do you do? You give a name to the people who dance for the Greeks. You give them the name Maccabi. And this is how you see how you forget about Torah and Yiddishkeit. And why? Because you think that the rabbi is an old rabbi with the Torah is an old Torah, and we could do Torah what they want. And then the devil went on to ideas of elections and how people, it's all about the bribery and all about their power, and all, even Rabbanim are doing their own thing um, basically with an interest and not for the um, not for the right reason. Okay. And then the devil finishes off and he says, you could learn from our parsha in regards to this, what in in and the, the, because in our said that there's three there's three different ideas. 
And there's one theme throughout their ideas. And you can learn a lesson. What's the theme? At the beginning of the parsha, we see Mechidus Yosef. So this seems to be a negative. The Shvatim sold Yosef. The Shvatim, they, they should have come with a time. Because Avram already made the decree that they should go into Mitzrayim and through them, Galus. So Yaakov anyways had to go to Mitzrayim. Like it says, the Lushen, that Yaakov should have really gone into chains. And therefore, when they sold Yosef, this is pretty respectable way to go. So they could come to the Taina and say, who says selling Yosef was a bad thing? They actually helped Yosef go like a man, went to visit his son. Nevertheless, what do we say? It's a wrong thing. Why? Don't mix with the Ebishter. The Ebishter has a plan. That's his plan. You don't have to be part of his plan. The Ebishter decided he wants to send Yaakov. Fine, but what are you playing your part? Then you find the idea about Yehuda and Tamar. Also, that Vagarid Yehuda, he, he did something negative. Yehuda could come and say, but what do you mean? Mashiach came from Tamar. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Tamar Lashem Shamayim Niskavna, and she did it for the right reasons. But the same thing. Good, bad things with good intentions is still bad. And then you see with Yosef and Aisha's Petifa that also she wanted to do something negative. But Lachar Yosef wanted to do something Lashem Shamayim, and it was before Matin Toida and etc. But nevertheless, what does he say? If I'm going to do this, even though I could do this for the right reasons, etc. Because she was doing it for the right reasons, right? She wants to have a child with Yosef. I'll still can find you, The road to hell is paved with good intentions. These are bad things with good intentions. So what's the idea? The idea is you could give all the logic. You could bend over Allah and do everything. But ultimately, if it's wrong, it's wrong. And listen to this. The way that it's like three highlights. Stop the excuses. And if it's coming good, you know, often people say, you read the Tzarechaliyah, that's not an excuse. There is no reason to do an Aveda. Wow. How is that for the follow-up to the Sikha that we learned? Pretty intense. L'chaim al-shalom.